1: You know, I cannot approach the Word of God uh, without seeing the three greatest principles I think that there is. And that is, of course, faith, prayer, and the Word of God. You know, a story is told of um, A.C. Dixon. He was a godly man that lived in England. and. He tells the story that a dear friend of his one time who loved the chase of the fox and the hound said he told him that this following story, he said, rising early one morning, he said he heard the baying of a score of deer hounds in pursuit of the fox. And looking away to a broad open field in front of them, though, he saw a young young fawn instead of a fox making its way across and giving signs that its race was well nigh run. He said, reaching the rails of the enclosure, the fawn leaped over and crouched within 10 feet from where he stood. A moment later, two of the hounds came over, and when the fawn ran in, in this man's direction, he actually pushed its head, his head between the legs of the man. And the man said that he lifted the little thing to its breast and, swinging round and round, fought off the dogs. He said that he felt that all the dogs in the West could not and should not capture that fawn after its weakness had appealed to his strength. And so it, is it when human helplessness appeals to Almighty God. Well, do I remember, he said, when the hounds of sin were after my soul until at last I ran into the arms of Almighty God. Do you know that prayer and faith is such a necessity in in our life as a Christian? Faith and prayer is the initial quality in the heart of any man who wants to talk to God himself. He must, out of sheer helplessness, stretch forth hands of faith. He must believe where he cannot prove. In the ultimate issue, prayer, is simply faith. It is claiming its natural yet marvelous prerogatives. Faith is taking possession of its inheritance. True godliness is just as true, steady, and persevering in the realm of faith as it is in the province of prayer. Moreover, when faith ceases to pray, it ceases to live. You cannot have one without the other. Faith does the impossible because it brings God to undertake for us. And nothing is impossible with God. How great without qualification or limitation is the power of faith. If doubt be banished from the heart and unbelief made stranger there, What we ask of God shall surely come to pass, and a believer can have whatsoever, he saith. Prayer projects faith on God and God on the world. Only God can move mountains, but faith and prayer move God. In his cursing of the fig tree, our Lord Jesus demonstrated his power Following that, he proceeded to declare that large powers were committed to faith and prayer, not in order to kill, but to make alive, not to blast, but to bless, which is necessary in the Christian life, faith and prayer and the word. So today I want to share more with you about faith and prayer. Jesus said, therefore, I say unto you, What things soever ye desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Jesus said it, not me, beloved. Believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Here is described a faith which realizes, which appropriates, which takes what belongs to, to to yourself. Such faith is a consciousness of the divine. It's an experienced communion. It is and should be a realized certainty. E.M. Bounds, who wrote um, the book on the necessity of prayer, said and asked this question. Is faith growing or declining as the years go by? Does faith stand strong and foursquare these days as iniquity abounds and the love of many grows cold? Does faith maintain its hold as religion tends to become a mere formality and worldliness increasingly prevails? The inquiry of our Lord may with great appropriateness be ours. When the son of man comes, he asks, shall I find faith on the earth? We believe that he will. And it is ours in this our day to see to it that the lamp of faith is trimmed and burning. Lest he come. Who shall come, and that right early, it is said. Faith is the foundation of Christian character and the security of the soul. Jesus knew beforehand of Peter's denial, and he cautioned him against it. In fact, he said to Peter, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, to sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for thee that your faith fail not. Our Lord was seeking to guard Peter's faith. For well, he knew that when faith is broken down, the foundations of spiritual life give way and the entire structure of religious experience can fall. It was Peter's faith which needed guarding. And this is why Jesus prayed for Peter. In his second epistle, Peter has this idea in mind when speaking of growth and grace as a measure of safety for the Christian life and as implying fruitfulness. He says in 2 Peter 1.5, and besides this, he declares, Giving diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness. Faith is the starting point the basis of the other graces of the Spirit. Faith is the foundation on which other things are built. Peter does not enjoin his readers to add to works or gifts or virtues, but to faith. Much depends on starting right in this business of growing in grace. There is a divine order of which Peter was aware, and so he goes on to declare that we are to give diligence to making our calling and election sure. Which election is rendered certain adding to faith? And it is done by constant, earnest praying. Thus faith is kept alive by prayer, and every step taken in this adding of grace to grace is accompanied by prayer. You cannot have one without the other, beloved. The faith which creates powerful praying is the faith which centers itself on a powerful person. Faith in Christ's ability to do and to do greatly is the faith which prays greatly.
0: You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor, 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417-451-5636.